A respected Ohio Republican legislator has a plan for dealing with the corrupt House Bill 6. A prominent Northeast Ohio Tea Party leader wants President Donald Trump to declare martial law and order a new election with paper ballots only, and school districts dealing with large numbers of students learning from home have tough decisions to make about a snow day. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Wednesday, December the 2nd. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Finally, some movement on ending the corrupt House Bill 6 $1.3 billion bailout of Ohio's nuclear plants. State Representative Jim Hoops, a key Republican, has introduced a bill that would delay $150 million in annual subsidies from flowing to the two Ohio nuclear plants. Hearings are expected today and Thursday. The bill would delay the subsidies for one year and tie future subsidies to an annual third-party audit through the Public Utilities Commission of Ohio. It would only allow the plant's owners to collect the subsidies if the audits find the money is actually needed for the plants to break even financially. House Bill 6 was passed without First Energy, then the owner of the plants, being required to prove that it needed any subsidies at all. Of course, we now know that First Energy spent $60 million that was used for bribes to pass the bill in a racketeering scheme that could put Larry Householder, the former state speaker of the House, into prison for many years. His fellow legislators have repeatedly failed to repeal House Bill 6. This latest bill may at least block it. A prominent Northeast Ohio Tea Party leader has taken out a full-page ad in the Washington Times calling on President Donald Trump to temporarily suspend the Constitution, declare martial law, and stage a revote of the 2020 presidential election. The ad, placed by Tom Zawistowski of the We the People convention, drew swift criticism from at least one top Ohio Republican, Zawatowski's ad says that when Democrat Joe Biden is formally declared the president in a couple of weeks, Trump should order the U.S. military to oversee a new election for federal candidates, this time using only paper ballots. Zawistowski cited unfounded claims of voter fraud, which Trump has been repeating without providing any evidence. Trump's campaign has filed dozens of lawsuits in battleground states narrowly won by Biden and lost at every turn. Zawistowski also is the executive director of the Portage County Tea Party. How do snow days work in school districts where half the students and teachers are at home anyway because of the coronavirus? Many Northeast Ohio districts are learning remotely this week due to the recent surge in coronavirus cases, with some officials still deciding how to proceed for the rest of the school year. But power outages plus any access issues for teachers who teach from school and students who have materials in classroom during hybrid learning are key factors in deciding whether to have a classic snow day. Districts had to make that decision Tuesday when Northeast Ohio was slammed by a snowstorm. A lot of them just called the day off. A former Cuyahoga County jail guard is going to prison for two years for smuggling drugs and other contraband into the lockup, and now another officer is under investigation of suspicion of smuggling drugs into the jail. In the first case, 
Common Pleas Court Judge William McGinty sentenced Stephen Thomas to prison for betraying the public trust by taking bribes from inmates for the contraband. In the second, deputy sheriffs on Monday interviewed the latest guard to come under investigation. The jail has been a constant source of bad news for the administration of County Executive Armand Budish, who has repeatedly proven himself incapable of restoring order. A new report says the average Ohio resident is dying younger than a decade ago, likely due to factors such as the opioid epidemic, a suicide crisis, poverty, and access to health care. In Cuyahoga County, the average age of death differs by as much as 37 years across census tracts, with those living in the city of Cleveland and its closest suburbs dying the youngest. The average age of death for all Ohio residents fell from 73.43 years in 2010 to 73.16 years in 2019. That may not seem like a large shift, but it's notable because life expectancies have been increasing in the U.S. for a century. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.